0: WSB's Clark Howard from Cobb to Cherokee, Carroll to Gwinnett, Fulton to Forsyth, all to Metro 11, You'll get severe weather, a traffic riddler, breaking news. breaking news immediately, accurate from the WSB 24-hour breaking news center. WSB depend on it. See, he is the most connected man in Washington D.C. The one and only Jamie Dupree, sir. Hey, Sean, how you doing, buddy? Her Highness talks. Her Highness speaks. Her Highness does not answer questions. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I would say uh, Hillary Clinton knows how to give an interview, but not really many direct answers. And I don't think that should be any shock. She's a pro. She's done this before. Uh, It's it's not clear when there will be more interviews. She did this one with CNN. You know, it's funny, Sean, because I think back when I got into the radio news business over 30 years ago, the rule was if your network did the interview, it was a big story. But if another network did it, you acted like it wasn't news at all. You ignored
0: it. Now, CNN does the interview and everybody replays it. All over the place. Well, it's like with the interviews I've been doing with presidential candidates. I do the interview, and then it shows up on every morning show the next day. Yeah, which almost, in a sense, makes it easy for the candidate, like
1: in this case Hillary Clinton. She can do one interview, and it gets played everywhere instead of having to do an interview with, you know, one with NBC, one with CNN, etc. And, um, you know, so we'll see. I, I, I don't think we're going to see a big rush for her to do more of these. But again, what I, I'll stick by what I said. The more she does these, uh, the the less the drumbeat will be there from the news media to question her because she put makes herself more open. But I don't think we're going to see her get as open as some of the Republicans. When, by any when she
0: talked about the issue of deletion of emails, everything I did was permitted. There were no laws. Well, we do have a records act, so that's not true. And on this very program, we had Daryl Issa on, and he said, "Yeah, no, there is a law that says." That she was not allowed to have a secret server and um, the fact that she was supposed to turn a lot of these emails over a long time ago and failed to do so and keeps getting caught having not done so uh, is a big issue.
1: No, I'm not sure it's exactly clear on the issue of her email because I think it was more of a directive from the administration rather than a law. But regardless, uh, her setup with her own server was not only highly unusual, it was completely unusual, and, and, and that's certainly been out there. And what we saw yesterday was in, in that interview
0: by Brianna Keeler. she asked her m- several times about it and didn't really get a straight answer about it. And she claims it's being blown up. Um, she kind of took a swipe. Peter Schweitzer is going to join us in a little bit here. Uh, against him, Well, you know, she was asked about the fifty seven percent of Americans that don't think she's honest and trustworthy. And, oh, this has been a theme that has been used against me and my husband for many, many, many years. blah, 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 no evidence in the books. Um, I don't think so.
1: Well, I think the one thing that uh, that is very clear too is she said she was not subpoenaed. Uh, for uh, for some of these records, and that just isn't true. Trey Gowdy has been showing to reporters the subpoena that was sent directly to her. So yeah, there's a few things here that Republicans will be able to go after. Is it a game changer in any way? I'm not sure about that. But again, it's just one interview. I mean, there should be more than just one interview by any candidate who's
0: running for president. No, yeah, no, I agree with you. I don't. I think we have more questions than we do answers, and even. Brianna Keller said after the interview that she didn't hear a more open and transparent Hillary Clinton in the interview. And I, you know, after watching it, I mean, I watched her dodge and duck and duck and dodge and and give these patent, you know, right wing conspiracy answers that we've gotten from her and her husband for years.
1: Yeah, no, I, I would assume that uh, uh, her her critics certainly are not going to be
0: satisfied with that interview at all. Listen, um, Carl Bernstein, who I've debated many times. He actually said that Hillary Clinton has a difficult relationship with the truth. If you go back, William Sapphire, who passed on, the former New York Times columnist who called her a congenital liar, uh, that was big news then. I think now it's kind of taken as a matter of course. Well, look,
1: uh, she—you know—I know it's not—it's not a very popular kind of observation, maybe on your program, but the press and Hillary Clinton do not get along. I know that a lot of people think that we're just in the hip pocket of Hillary Clinton, but there there's a lot of bad blood between the major news media and Hillary Clinton and her team. And I'm not sure that's ever going to go away. It's been around for a while. And some of the stories involving Hillary Clinton through the years, I mean, I always think of the Rose Law Firm records that just suddenly showed up on a table in the White House after not being around for a while. Uh, there's always been, as I've always told you, there's always been stories where there's been smoke. It's just they never get nailed down. And you, Hillary Clinton always seems best to emerge stronger.
0: Yesterday, though, that they'll never follow, which is the best thing she could do, is answer the questions again and again and again and again. Oh, and again, give, and I, again I give. I
1: wouldn't have done one interview yesterday. I would have done an eight or nine. Right. Get it all and out just of the keep way. doing because and and then every day always be open for it. I mean, if if I were giving advice to somebody running for president or or for any
0: office, you make yourself available for a few questions every single day, mm-hmm. and then you go that way. What has the administration said about the death of Katie Steinle? Um, well, uh, the other day, I, I mean, in other words, you, what, uh, what are you, here, you looking for? Here's my point: when, why, when the story, when the stories break out like Ferguson, Missouri, Michael Brown, Darren Wilson, Trayvon Martin, Eric Garner, uh, any of these cases, the Cambridge Police Department. Um, you know, Obama goes out and, and talks openly about them, but yet he's silent here. Has he said anything that you
1: know of? On this, I don't think he has. No, I don't think he uh, he hasn't done any. Um, don't you find that odd, especially
0: because it's, you know, remember, the, the San Francisco, Sanctuary City, San Francisco was supposed to turn over this five-time convicted felon, and they didn't do it to back to ICE so that he could be deported or at least put in jail or something. And I haven't heard a peep out of Obama. Where's Obama?
1: No, I wouldn't. I mean, uh, I'm not trying to defend him, but uh, it doesn't surprise me at all that that he hasn't spoken on this or anything like that. Um, but it's, it's interesting a, when you compare it to those things that he does pick and choose to um, comment hey, everybody on. Everybody picks and choose. And, and I mean, the White House earlier in the week tried to point the finger of blame back at Republicans. But that's saying, the only you know, thing they, they, they
0: said. They politicized it. But I mean, have they made any comment about illegal? We have thirty six thousand and seven illegal immigrants that convicted of crimes that were released by him and his. Justice Department, his Department of Homeland Security, his ICE, you know, group of people. And and again, I think he's turned the country into a sanctuary country, never mind a sanctuary city. Well,
1: when uh, when the issue came up at a hearing yesterday that we talked about, uh, the officials from ICE were very clear that they had deported this guy already. What was it?
0: Five times, I believe he they, had been. They deported him and he went back to the sanctuary city. But when they turned him over to San Francisco, San Francisco was supposed to turn him back over to ICE And at least that would have happened, and this woman would likely be alive today. Well, there's no argument
1: about that, but they didn't, because they are one of those number of cities and or counties around the country that do not cooperate with ICE and with the feds when it comes to illegal immigrants. There's a couple lawmakers on the Republican side who are again going to bring up a bill, or try to, that would deny some federal dollars for those cities and counties, state and local governments, that do not cooperate. But there's a number of them out there, I think I read where there's over 200, that you could—they don't all say that they're sanctuaries, but in some ways, they don't cooperate with the feds when it comes to handing over people who might be in the country illegally. I mean, you know that one—that story's been around for a while. I remember when it used to sort of be the other way, when the the state and locals would catch people and they'd wave their hands at the feds and say, "Come on, you got to come pick mm-hmm. them up." And then the feds would not because they'd say, well, we got too many people at this point in time. Uh, uh, Look, immigration, as we've talked about the last couple of days, has certainly been a big issue that has popped up, courtesy and part of the controversy over Donald Trump. We've got today uh, uh, Trump and Rick Perry exchanging more barbs. Trump said, and I I want to ask you,
0: Trump said Rick Perry failed at the border. Is he right? I would argue that this is now a fight between the two of them. Let me answer your question, though. Um, I think Rick Perry stepped up as it relates to the border because the federal government failed to do their job. Um, I had Rick Perry on Hannity, I think you know, last night on the TV show. And I played the Trump comment that has gotten so much attention. And I said, what part of that statement do you disagree with? And he talked, well, about the tone. He found it hyperbolic. And I said, well... Is it just the tone? Because I was down at the border, and I have statistics that we were shown at this briefing that Obama, remember, he was supposed to go to at the time. 664,000 Texans were victims of crimes by illegal immigrants since since 2008. Well, uh, Trump says, quote, Rick Perry failed at the border. He needs a new pair of glasses to see the crimes committed by illegal immigrants. I think he tried to do his best. He tried to fill some of the gaps that were being left open by the federal government. I think that's incontrovertible, but I think because... Perry took the shot at him. He's taking a shot back. Well, and I think that this is it's a reminder, too. And by
1: the way, the Democrats love this. They love every day that this keeps going. Well, by on the way, we love
0: that Bernie Sanders is drawing crowds at 10,000 and Hillary is astroturfing her crowds. We think and the that's interesting
1: funny. part about Trump is, is that he is really, I think, going to cause problems for the people who are below him in the polls. And I would say that, you know, Perry, Ted Cruz, Rand Paul. A lot of the the people that are trying to break into that top tier are really going to be hurt by Trump in the weeks ahead, uh, even if Trump just stays at sort of that 10%, 11%, because they can't get any traction and get moving in this
0: race. It's really an interesting
1: dynamic that's uh, playing out right
0: now. A lot of people have been asking me about the Fox policy, and Fox is going to do the first debate on August the 6th, and I was interviewed by my friend Mark Davis in, in Dallas the other day, and he was asking me, and I, my answer to him was, you can't have 16 people on stage. No, There's got to be You don't even off. want 10. I don't even think you want 10. I agree with no. you. Now, Six. A, uh, it, honestly, I would make... Uh, look, I don't make these decisions, but I think they're trying to be fair to everybody. And my answer is that if you're not in the top ten, get your poll numbers up. Well, and that may be what's happening
1: with uh, the governor of Ohio, uh, who has John bought some early ad time in New Hampshire to run one-minute spots there. And, in fact, I, I saw it a little before we came on the air. And the, the font that comes up on the screen says, labels him, conservative governor of Ohio. And when he was here yesterday, Kasich, he gave me the feeling at his news conference that he had here in D.C. that he's really going to be emphasizing the Granite State. Maybe this is an effort by him to buy a lot of ad time up there and to see if he can jump in the polls a little, and maybe get himself on the stage in one of those first two debates. I
0: think that's probably a good observation. Um, again, he's going to be announcing, I think, on the 21st. Yeah. That doesn't give him a lot of time before the no. first presidential debate. Or That's why he's running these ads, before he's yeah. even officially in the race. Yeah, yes. I mean, I think it's pretty funny. All right, but then we got, next Monday, we've got uh, Scott Walker's jumping into yep. the race, so that's 15. Kasich will be 16. Yep, and Walker,
1: uh, they've now released his plans. He's going to make his announcement outside Milwaukee on Monday. Then he'll go to Nevada, then South Carolina, then New Hampshire, and end up with a few days in Iowa where he's going to do what they call the full Grassley, and that is a uh, name for Senator Charles Grassley, who every year visits all 99 counties in Iowa. Walker hoping to do that uh, before the Iowa caucus vote on February the 1st. And then the next week after that, Walker's going to hit some of the Super Tuesday states that vote on March the 1st, like Georgia and some It's others.
0: funny that some candidates seem to be shunning Iowa, putting all their eggs in one basket, that being New Hampshire. Yep. And other candidates are going full tilt towards Iowa first, assuming that if they might get a bounce out of there before they go to New Hampshire.
1: Yeah, Marco Rubio's in Iowa today for uh, uh, three days of events, and he might even
0: go back there again next week as well. Yeah, it's going to be very, very interesting, the entire process. Uh, let me ask you a quick question, if I can, about the uh, families of the victims from Charleston shootings. They went to Capitol Hill today. What happened?
1: Yeah, they um, they had a little event with uh, Nancy Pelosi and a few other Democratic lawmakers urging action on stepped-up background checks on gun buyers. Now, obviously, the Democrats are in no position to set the agenda when it comes to gun. In gun controls. There were uh, a number of people who had traveled up by bus from Charleston, along with others who had lost family members in gun violence. You know, look, it's an issue that the Democrats will discuss and bring up. I'm not sure that they're going to be able to get it on the floor for a vote or anything like that. Uh, but in the wake of the shootings, there was that political angle to it as well today. Are you
0: watching the hitch that took place on Wall Street? Are you watching China's stock market going to a free fall? Are you watching uh, what's happening in Greece? Are you watching uh, what's happening in Puerto Rico? Hey, we're a lot putting of our com- feet up and watching it, right? Yeah, a lot of economic turmoil out there. And I don't see a lot of movement from D.C., I'll tell you that. It's... Uh, no, I think they're uh,
1: basically doing what everybody else is doing, uh, uh, Sean, and that is watching it as well. Yeah. All
0: right. Jamie Dupree, the most connected man in Washington, D.C. Sean. All right. Appreciate it. 800 Sean is a toll free telephone number. You want to be a part of the program. When we come back, Peter Schweitzer responds to Hillary taking a dig at him in uh, yesterday's interview, one of the few she's done. Hey, in this day and age, you have to protect your identity. Let's say you go to a gas station, you swipe your debit card. Guess what? Identity thieves can place skimming devices on the payment terminals, and they can steal your credit card information. Or maybe use public Wi-Fi. While identity thieves are also known to set up shop around Wi-Fi hotspots, they hope to cash in on your personal information. And even simple things like online banking or going to a doctor... LifeLock reminds us that banks and health insurers, they are susceptible to breaches of your private information. Now, this is a new world we live in. You don't have to stop living your life, but you do need to protect yourself. LifeLock Ultimate Plus will protect your good name, your identity, your credit, your social security number, your bank and retirement accounts, your credit cards, and even the equity in your home. Now, you can enroll in LifeLock in just a couple of minutes, and your protection will start immediately. So if you haven't protected your identity, you got to do so now. It's a brave new world we live in. These thieves are everywhere. Go to LifeLock.com slash Hannity and use the promo code Hannity. You'll save 10% on your LifeLock Ultimate Plus membership. Or mention my name at 800-440-4836. 800-440-4836. 800-440-4836 for LifeLock.com. over 16 trillion in debt and the obama administration doesn't think we have a spending problem i want to disagree with those who say we have a spending problem it is uh, almost a false argument to say we have a spending problem the country has a paying for problem we haven't paid for what we bought here's a simple solution stop spending this is the sean hannity show News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click or just stop by. Granger, For the ones
1: who get it done.